welcome to the preaching ministry of the Agape Baptist Church in George, South Africa. Uh, if you'd like to look uh, with me in Hebrews chapter 12, um, I want to read just a couple of verses there. Remember chapter 11, this uh, chapter looks at the Old Testament saints and emphasizing their faith uh, in the Lord. And then in verse in chapter 12, he says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And so we have this challenge uh, to us, this encouragement uh, for us, that uh, we too might run with endurance this uh, race, this Christian race, as he uses the analogy here of our Christian life. As a, as a race that requires endurance to remain steadfast, to continue. We're to look back and we're to look ahead. We, we look back to those who've gone before us that are examples of, uh, of faith or examples of people who remained faithful through their ups and downs, through their troubles, through their trials. And then obviously we're, we're admonished to look ahead to the Lord Jesus Christ, and the expectation of the day when we'll be with Him. And so that uh, is, is all for our encouragement that we might, um, that we might remain faithful. Goedemorgen allemaal, ons gaan nou saam bid, maar ek wil vraag ook beroep op allemaal doen hierdie gebed lijst wat Sharon vir ons uitstuur, dat ons het sal gebruik hierdie weke, dat ons mekaar sal bid en in die Heere opdraad. Dankie Sharon, dat, dat u het vir ons elke week doen, dat is vir ons ook een seene. Lord, we just want to thank you for this day. We want to thank you for Daniel and Chelsea and the kids that are here with us. We just ask your blessings upon them and their ministry in George. We ask that you will provide for them every day in their needs, and that you will provide housing for them in the near future. I thank you, Lord, that once. I can thank you, said that you be here is and you are there by the kind that an also bit for you for us to be this. So pray that you for us for now, so and to belay us for the next one. All this that we can create is for now. Ik wil bid vir hulle wat siek is hier. Ek wil bid dat die vir die dier hierdie tyd sal dra en sal sterk en in hulle geloof sal sterk en dat we aan die sal bly vasthou en vastklou en dat die vir hulle sal dra dier hulle siek is. Baie dankie ook dier dat Tony Marie het hier vanmorgen saam met ons kan wees dat die ook vir hulle dier hierdie tyd gedraad van siekte en beproeving en ons bid dat die nog vir hulle verder sal sien en sal troos op hulle pad verbring. Ek wil ook vir Sjaal kom bid wat vanmorgen vir ons die woord kan bring we bid dat hij voor ons zal zien en zal sterken, dat hij voor ons zal gebruiken, dat hij in alles vereer en vereerlijk zal. Ik vraag je, Jere, help ons. 
focus op Isalwees. Nie op die dinge van die wereld. Ek besit in Jesus. Amen. Goeiemorgen. Ek sal bly wees as jy die Bijbel kan oopmaak by Exodus hoofstuk 15. Exodus chapter 15. I'm not going to read the verses 1 to 19, but during the preaching I will attend to it, especially verse 2 of Exodus chapter 15. Kom ons buis net ons hoofd te dan bid ons saam. Onse Vader, as ons die woord oopmaak, dan weet ons dat dit die waarheid is wat u vir ons gegee het. En daarom buig ons in ootmoed voor u, verklaar ons ons self gewillig om te hoor wat u vir ons wil sê dier hier die skrifdeel, en help vir ons asjeblief in die oordenking daarvan, om te verstaan dit wat u diep in ons harte wil sê, en vir ons wil doen vanmorgen. Ons vraan bid dit in Jesus' naam. Amen. A country and western singer named Carl Stewart Hamlin was a son of an evangelical preacher, a pastor, but as he grew up, he did not follow the Christian influence of his father and became what is said by one of the writers I, I checked on the internet, wild, hard-drinking, foul-talking rebel cowboy. But in 1949, through the influence of his wife Susie, he attended a Billy Graham crusade in Los Angeles. Afterwards, and back home, he was unable to sleep, and in the early hours of the morning, the next morning, he called and he woke Billy Graham at this hotel, and he were invited to go over and speak to him. That day, he became a Christian, and the power of God changed his life completely. He became an effective ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ. He was overwhelmed of what God has done in his life, and he wrote a song. Please bear with me if I read you the two verses that I have available. He says, Though man may strive to go beyond the reach of space, to crawl beyond the distant shimmery stars, this world's a small room within my master's house. The open sky but a portion of his yard. How big is God? How big and wide his vast domain? To try and tell these lips can only start. He's big enough to rule his mighty universe, yet small enough to live within my heart. As winter chill may cause this tiny sea to fall, to lie asleep all till waked by summer's rain. The heart grown cold will warm and throb with life anew. The master's touch will bring the glow again. How big is God? How big and wide is vast domain? To try and tell these lips can only start. He's big enough to rule his mighty universe. It's small enough to live within my heart. My friends, how big is your God? Hoe groot is die God wat jy aanbid? As ek kyk na Exodus hoofstuk 15, dan kry ek hier een lied wat gesing is dier die volk Israel, toe God hulle op een wonderbaarlijke wijze dier die rooi see geleid het. 
en na vryheid en weg van Faroe sy slavernij. Dis in Exodus 15 verse 2 we find the word of the song of praise which the Israelites sang when they were victorious by the grace of God to enter a new life and went through the Red Sea. This God, the big God of Israel, the, the creator of heaven and earth, is the God before whom we stand. In Exodus 15 verse 2, we get words and we can understand the greatness of our God so that we could actually also worship him. Let, let's saam met my op na paar feite vanmorgen and I would like you to consider the following facts with me when we look at verse 2 of Exodus chapter 15 verse 2. The first fact is the Lord is the subject of praise for every believer. Die eerste feit is die Heere is die onderwerp van verheerliking vir elke gelovige. If you look at the new, uh, the King James version of the Bible, you will notice that verse 2 starts with, The Lord is my strength. And the word Lord is spelt all in capital letters. Ja, die overtaling sê die Heere is my kracht. En die woord Heere is als in hoofletters uitgedrukt. Die vertalers wil vir ons help om te verstaan dat hier die die naam van God is. It is referring to the, the letters J-H-W-H or Yahweh. Uh, some translations would give it Jehovah. The name of God is the name he uh, expressed himself when he met Moses at the burning bush. And in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, Ek lees vir die Afrikaans, en God sê vir Mooses, ek is wat ek ook is. Ook sê hy, jy moet so vir die kinders van Israel antwoord, ek is, het my na julle gesien. The name Yahweh carries the meaning of I am what I am. If we read at, uh, in Isaiah 40 verse 28, Isaiah describes the God he worships and God is asking, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard the everlasting God, Jehovah, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. This underlines God's everlasting existence. He is the everlasting God. It confirms that God is the almighty creator. It says the creator of the ends of the earth. It says that Yahweh is the all-powerful God. He fainteth not, neither is weary. There's no searching of his, un of his understanding. He is the unique, the algemeen, algeheel anderse, mysterieuse God. For him moet mens buig en vrees en beven, want he is God. The first fact which we see in uh, Exodus chapter 15 verse 2 is that the Lord is the subject of the praises of every believer. 
Hij moet vereer en verheerlijk worden. Hij is oneindig groot, die almachtige God. The second fact is the Lord is the source of the believers' strength and song. Die tweede feit, die Heere, is die bron vir die geloofigste kracht en lied. A little boy came back from Sunday school when his dad confronted him and said to him, What did you learn today? The boy paused a bit and thought a while, and then he answered his dad. Well, you see, dad, the Egyptian army was pursuing the Israelites. So Moses sent amphibian lorries into the sea and built a bridge, and all the Israelites could walk across to safety. So the Egyptian army thought they could do the same. And when they was on the bridge, Moses sent the F-14 fighters and shot a bridge away, and they all drowned. So the dad, dad said to him, is that what they taught you in Sunday school? And he bowed his head and he says, no, Dad, but the story they told us, you wouldn't believe. Do you believe the story of the Bible? Do you really understand what happened? When Israel was saved by God and he led them out of Egypt, allowed me to remind you about the facts. Israel was under severe oppression, cruel slavery. They were in a dire situation, very bad. They were whipped and forced to work very hard. Hierdie wanhopige situasie van die volk, het vir hulle in een situasie gehad waar hulle om God geroep het om hulle te kom bevry. En toe kom Mooses en Mooses sê vir hulle, die Heere gaan julle bevry. Ons moet beginnen dink om op te pakken en te trek. En nou sit hulle met hierdie situasie. Aan die ene kant is daar hierdie vervolging en hierdie slavernij waar onder hulle is. Aan die andere kant kom Mooses en hulle ken hom eindelijk nie. Hulle vertrou hom ook nie eindelijk nie. So wat nou? So hulle sit in hierdie situasie waar hulle moet besluit of hulle saam sal gaan. To really understand the miracle that took place, we must take note of the amount of people who left Egypt and crossed the Red Sea. If you would like to page to Exodus 12 verse 37 and 38, you will see the Israelites journeyed from Ramnamses to Sokot, about 6,000 men on foot, besides women and children, and a mixed multitude went also with them, and very much and livestock, both flocks and herds. Now can you imagine 600,000 men, and then there was women because they were families and there were kids and there was this mixed multitude and their animals and they were all going in one big group from Egypt and Moses were leading them away. Authorities in the Old Testament calculates that the amount of people traveling at that time were over two million people. Now can you figure this? Can you imagine 
that amount of people going together and here they are traveling towards the new destination. They were in a situation and I can just imagine me be part of this group and we are walking and we hear the noise and the, the cries of the Egyptian army pursuing us. And then suddenly we realize, but in front of us is the Red Sea. And now the, the, the situation is very critical. And so they started talking to Moses and said, why didn't you just leave us in that slavery place? At least we knew what would happen next. And then Moses said to them, um, and you, you can read this in Exodus 14, verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of Jehovah, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom we have seen, you've seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Yeah, and then you experience something of the greatness of the God which Moses introduced to us as Israelites. In chapter 14, verse 19 and 20, we read, And the angel of the Lord, who went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud removed before them and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. And there was a cloud and the darkness, yet gave it light by night. And the one came not near the other all the night. God in the presence of his people, being at the back, standing between the, the Egyptian army and the Israelite camp. Oh, what an experience that might, must have been. But then the the unexpected happened. Here they stood by the sea. And suddenly we read, Die water het opgestapel, en het bly staan soos a wal. Die water vloede het stuif geword in die hart van die see. The English read, the, the blast of thy nostrils, the water were piled up. The flood stood upright as a heap. The deep were congealed in the heart of the sea. What a sight. I can imagine walking with my family through this and this water wall and the kids. I see Louis, look at that fish. Come on, boy, let's get out of here. Let's walk. Come on, let's go to the freedom. What God is providing. Unbelievable, but yet true. They walked through an Exodus 15 verse 3 tot lesons. Who that Hier die lied wat hulle sing, dit verduidelik. Die Heere is een kruisman, die Heere is sy naam. Hy het vaarhoos een strijdwaans en sy leermag in die see gewerk en sy beste gevechtmanne het in die skelsee gesing. Die watervloede het hulle oordek. Hulle het in die kolke gesing soos een klip. O Heere, die rechterhand is verheerlik dier die kracht. Die rechterhand, o Heere, Verpletter die vijand. The second fact which I would like you to take note of is that, is that the Lord is the source of every 
believe strength and song. That motiveer God to kinder om te weet, hy is die groot en almachtige God. How big is God? How vast is mighty universe? He's big enough to rule his mighty universe. Still small enough to live within my heart. What a God! Do you worship this God? The fourth the third fact that I would like to uh, share with you is the Lord is the believer's salvation. Die Heere is die geloofige se verlosser. Die volgende deel in hierdie tekst as ons om leer sê, en hy het my tot heil gewaard, and he became my salvation. In die licht van alle ongelooflike belevenis, <coughs> namelijk dat die Heere een krachtige werk gedoen het en een pad dier die see gedoen het, een onmoendelike ding gedoen het en vir hulle op een oorwinningspad geplaas het, het Israel finaal klaargekry met Faro en Egyptese onderdrukking. Dit is iets van die verlede. Ja, die Heere het die onmoendelike opige situasie omgekeer in een heerlijke oorwinning. God is groot. Dit is opmerkelijk dat die volk in hierdie bevrijdingssituasie, in hierdie verlossingsplan, geen bijdrage gelever het nie. Die Heere het op een boonatuurlijke manier ingegryp in hulle situasie. Ja, hy het iets gedoen wat hulle nie kon doen nie. Natuurlijk moest die volk een kans waag om te vloe. Natuurlijk moes hulle beginne loop en deurstap. Natuurlijk moes hulle die wonderwerk aanskou en sê, ja, Heere, ek wil, ek gaan. Hulle laat verlos. Ja, die skielik is die spanning en die gejaagdheid verby, want hier kom hulle ander kant uit. Ek kan my indink hoe daar die mense uitstap en hier kom die laaste familie en een paar mense uitgestap en hulle sê, is dit werkelijk waar? Are we really free? And they look at the sea, and they know that the Egyptian army was swept away, and were defeated, and they were safe and sound on this day. God is their savior, and they acknowledge this by the song they sing. Die Heere is hulle verlosser. Hy het ingegryp in hulle situasie. My friend, this incident in the life of the, the Israelites reminds me of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, he too did a saving act when he gave his hands and put it on a cross so that his enemies could put the nails in it and crucify him. He was lifted up because of my sin. Yes, the Satan was pursuing me and the eternal damnation was in front of me. But then the Lord Jesus Christ came and stood between me and Satan's onslaught and he died in my place and he became my savior. Would you look up at that cross today? Would you realize that it cost his life to save you and me and make us his children so that we too can sing a song and say, he's my savior. How great is God.
who came to save us. Yeah, this song of Israel in Exodus 15 motivates, motivates us to glorify God because of the fact that he became our Savior. The fourth and final fact I would like to share with you is the, the fact that the Lord is God and personally involves with the believer. The vierde feit is die Heere is God en persoonlik by die gelovige betrokke. In Exodus 15.2 kom ons by een baie krachtige beleidenis in die einde van die divers. Hy is my God, sing hulle. En dan een bykie verder. Die God van my vader, hom sal ek roem. The God of my father. He is my God, he's my father's God, and I will praise him. He is my God, they shouted out in praise. Dit is in teenstelling met die ons van die volkslewe. Every individual knew that God is his savior. He is my God, they said. Yes, he is the congregation of Israel's God, but especially now they can confess him in a personal uh, capacity. He is my God. This is in contrast with the idols, and it became very clear. Idols cannot supply a cloud to go before you by day or a column of fire by night, but the Lord, my God, can. The idols cannot stand between you and the enemy, but the Lord, my God, can. Idols cannot make a path through the sea, but the Lord, my God, can. Idols cannot save you from eternal damnation, but the Lord, my God, can. What meer is, my brother and sister, die Heere is die God van my Vader. Uit my gesinsverhouding weet ek dat my Vader die Heere as een persoonlijke God beleef en aanbid het. Hy is die God van Abraham, Isaac en Jacob. Ja, in ons geschiedenis van geslag tot geslag het hy om as een persoonlijke God gewaard. Saam met die psalmskrywer kan ek ook sê by psalm, dat David by psalm 18 vers 30 tot 32. Want net u loop ek een bendestorm. Met my God spring ek oor een muur. Die weg van God is vermaak, die woord van die Heere is geluid, geluider. Hy is een skuld vir amal wat by ons gul. Want wie is God buiten die Heere en wie is een rots behalve onze God? Wat meer motivering het u nodig om God as die groot God te herken? Ja, ons kan hierdie lied van Exodus 15 vers 2 saam met die volk Israel sing. Die Heere is my kracht en my spesalm en het my tot heil geword. Hy is my God. Hom sal ek roem, die God van my vader. Hom sal ek bid. My brethren, may God help you me to acknowledge the great God, the big God that we worship. Let's pray. Ewige Vader, we stand amazed in the presence of your greatness. You are indeed the big God. Thank you, Lord, that you came to save us. And that on some more, 
kan erkennen dat zonder u is daar geen hoop nie. Maar met u wordt die onmoendelijke waar en gee u vir u kinders oorwinning op oorwinning. In Jesus naam. Amen. Thank you. Let's see you just a moment. I wanted to uh, announce the uh, upcoming business meeting the end of the month. Uh, that's planned for the 28th of February. Uh, it's good to have uh, Daniel and Kelsey and the children here with us. I wanted to give him an opportunity just to, to give a greeting and uh, close our time in, in prayer. Well, good morning, Agape Church. I'm so excited to be here. I might seem a little tired because we're still a little jet lagged, my family and I, but uh, we are we are so excited and thankful to be here. It's it's taken us a little bit of time to get here. I think it was about two years ago that my wife and I decided, like after prayer, we came together and both agreed that we were feeling called to get out of my uh, previous occupation, which was in the military, and to uh, come here to South Africa to do life here with you. And uh, just about a, a year ago from now, I spoke to my pastor and was pretty much like, I'm getting out of the military. I'd really like for the church to evaluate me and to train me and to, to send us off to South Africa. And that's what they did just this past Sunday, so a week from today. Uh, our church in North Carolina called Veritas, which means truth in Latin, uh, sent us out here to George, South Africa, and uh, with their blessing and their prayers. And we're, we're so thankful to be here. Um, the reason we're here is to do life with you and to love you and for to be your family. Because if you're sitting here this morning and you have trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and he is your savior, then you are my brother and my sister. You are my mothers and my fathers. And my desire, my family's desire is to do life with you, to love you, for you to, to love us and encourage us in the faith and to encourage those little ones in the back. I'd really appreciate that. I've got three little kids and I'm doing this for the first time. And I'd appreciate your prayers, your love. My, my wife is completely American. She's been here maybe three, three or four times. She would love your encouragement. And I know she's excited about getting to know you and getting to love your children if you have them in the home still and they're still here and also just to get to do life with the women of the church especially and getting to um, have have more mothers and sisters in this church uh, we love you i'm going to pray for you now dear lord thank you so much for this church thank you for your how, how you've blessed this church even during this this crazy time during COVID, and how it's unsure and, and people all around us are getting sick lord and, and people are losing their their work their way of providing for their family. Dear Lord, we know that you have not forgotten us, that you are faithful, that you are good, even when the world around us is falling apart. I pray that you would encourage us now as we go out, that you would help us, Lord, as we seek to love people and advance the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.